What is the deal? How's it going, everybody? How's everybody doing? <laughs> we hope everybody had a very good Valentine's, Valentine's Day. Day. But it's your boy Vibes. And your boy Dre. And you have tuned into Pod, Pod Vibes. The mellow humor podcast that talks about any and everything. Man, do we talk about any and everything. <laughs> Man, we sure do. That is so crazy. So, like I said, we hope that you guys had a very good Valentine's Day week. Yee. We hope that you guys enjoyed it with your significant other. We hope that you guys just had a ball. And for the people out there that... Live that single it, life. We hope that you enjoyed it as well. Man. But we're going to get into something a little more not touchy. Well, you know. It's still in the same vein as Valentine's Day because, you know, unfortunately, society sees it as a relationship day. So. Relationships. Woo woo. (laughs) (laughs) You love them and you hate them. Some people love them. Some people hate them. Some people just can't stand them. Mm. How do you feel about relationships? Me, personally? They're necessary because mm-hmm. they teach you more about yourself, if not about another person and how, you know, you can grow with someone or just learn how to grow by yourself. You know what I'm saying? They agree. I feel as though a relationship, just like you said, it makes you understand yourself and the person. And it also shows you what you allow or what you want in a relationship, you know, what you don't want. Yeah. Because if you don't know what you want in a relationship, boy, you have so many complications down the line. Well, and that's kind of the thing about relationships at a young age. You know what I'm saying? Being younger when you start dating, you kind of just go through the motions of having someone there. Mm-hmm. And as you get older and you start realizing things that you kind of are lacking personally that you kind of want some support in, which is why you kind of start dating to get someone to help balance you out and, you know, make you feel whole. You know, that's what you kind of look for. And as you get older, you start looking and realizing the areas in which you feel you lack thereof. Mm-hmm. And will and you start seeking for a partner that's going to fit that spot or fulfill it beyond your wildest dreams. Oh, yeah, of course. Of mm-hmm. course. See, the, the meaning of a relationship is... is Building guidance, trust, and support. Hmm. And love. Look at you. <laughs> okay. I mean, I'm not going to come up with some deep shit off the cuff. Okay. Hey, hey. I'm okay, vibes. <laughs> Nigga over here talking about some real, real. No, but it's, it's true, though. It's true. Yeah, it's you're true, right, though. You're right. You're right. You feel me? Guidance in if. We get older by the second or oh, by the minute. Man. You see what I'm saying? So when you're in a relationship with somebody, you feel me? You go to them and see what they think. Just like you go to your friends. We, we talked about that, you know, the last couple episodes. Uh-huh. You see what I'm saying? You go to them to see what, what the vision is. Yeah. But see, what in this in a relationship, though, it's more you. That's, their, that's your number one choice. Yeah. I'm sorry. God is the number one choice. Ooh, okay. okay. Vibes is on a roll today. I eat it here. Welcome to the club, God everybody. Is, God is your number one choice. Uh-huh. Okay. And then Number two is your mama. I'm just playing. Number no 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 no. <laughs> well, if you're, if you're, number number two is your family. Yeah. Always. Uh-huh. Right. And then number three is your significant other. Until you get married. Oh, until you get married. Then that boosts up that and kinda, becomes number two. Yeah. And then your friends come number four. So, sorry, sorry, fellas. <laughs> <laughs> but when you Still go, love it when you when you go <laughs> when you go to your significant other and you ask them, you feel me? It you kind of like okay, cool. Now they're saying the same thing as you know the the first two on the list, and then you go from there. The support of whatever you do, you know, say if you want to go skydiving, uh-huh. you know, your significant other be like. You know, that doesn't sound like a bad idea. Baby, if you want to follow your dreams, follow your dreams. Guess what? I'll go with you. You like, really? Well, oh I'm a big dude. Scott, me and... It's not about you! <laughs> Look, man. 
sometimes you gotta think about it in a personal way to understand so you can comment back. Relax. Always get on me talking about it's not about you. I know. You did this in a Valentine's Day episode. Hey, look, man. Imagine yourself. Would you go skydiving? Fuck no. I'm exactly. I'm not afraid of height. The, the, like, the, trust, the trust comes in when you can sit there and be honest with your significant other. Yeah. You can tell them, you know, how you feel. Or what you think about their friends or what you think about their family members. You can come up to them and tell them these things. Or, you know, simple as a, you know, baby, look, I got fired at work, you know. And yeah. she she will, he or she or, you know, your significant, significant other, other. will understand. <laughs> will understand. <laughs> the love part follows with every one of those things that you do. AKA, you want that agape love, that unconditional love that's always going to be there. Er, see, you. see, er, we talk about we want our grandparent love, the grandparent type of love that that was given. But everybody forgets how that how that developed. But that, but those are the keys to yeah. success, right there. Yep. Support and guidance. Trust, dedication, love, trust, love, all of that, all that. Because without you without none of them key blocks, you're not gonna have a good relationship. You're not gonna your relationship is not gonna go past no more than six months. All I know is when you're about to be screaming Jenga when the whole tower fall. That's all I gotta say on that one. Cause man, did you just say Jenga? Yeah, get out, <laughs> get out, <laughs> get out. Look, you 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 pull the wrong piece out at the wrong time, everything could crumble. Isn't this? That's a funny reference, but it is true, though. You know, it is, it and, is, and logically, think about it. Like a relationship starts off as a perfect Jenga stack. Yes, you both come into this, look at it perfectly, and then as so, let's go ahead and speak on stages of relationships since I'm visualizing it now. Mm-hmm. It starts perfect. It's a perfect stack of Jenga pieces, right? Okay, three by three, straight up, however high you want to go. And you know you start cut getting the cupcake phase. You know you pull a little piece here, and move it to the top. It's all, oh, that looks cute. We gonna we gonna build a nice little 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 tower together. Mm-hmm. And then you move past the cupcake phase, and you get a little more real, and you get more understanding. And you start now you're pulling instead of pulling pieces to make it look cute, you're pulling pieces to make jabs. But hold on, though, before you continue, Woo, go for it. Before you continue, uh huh. The cupcake phase, uh huh. That's where you, you guys talk. Nah, I'm that's where you guys meet, right? So the cupcake phase in my book, what I see it is, is the initial, the initial understanding of each other. Okay. Like, though, I constantly want to talk to you, even if it's about nothing. Just on the just phone. to be in your presence, in your space. Or even on the phone with you mm-hmm. is the cupcake phase because it's all sweet, innocent. That's all that is. It's that 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 as my ex call it high school relationship. High school. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. You gotcha. know what I'm saying? It's it. It is just that. It's just to understand you for you. Nothing more. Nothing less. At this point in time. Okay. We're not stepping past. A church hug with Jesus in between. You know what I'm saying? You're right, right. Just it's be- just us. So Cupcake Phase is really, to break it down in a more simpler way. Even, <laughs> <laughs> even I Go ahead. It. Go ahead. Basically, <laughs> the Cupcake Phase is just simply getting to know one another yeah. and understand who you are as a person and for you to understand who I am as a person. That, and it's more so where the real, a lot of the niceties, everybody's on eggshell, being extra nice and... Giving their best foot forward. A hundred percent of the time. Okay. All right. And then once you get past the cupcake phase and you start relaxing into the relationship. This is the next part of the Jenga. Yeah. Next part of the Jenga piece where, you know, you're still building a cute little little tower. Still steady. Nothing looks out of place yet. Okay. You know, it's, you're starting to relax into it. You know, ease into more relaxing into your personality into the relationship. Showing your full self. Which is puppy love. Yeah, which is starting to get to puppy love because now you're you're going from this constant I'm eggshells, I gotta say the right thing, I gotta say the right thing, you know, she's gonna say the right thing. That way we constantly be cute, whatever, whatever, to okay, I can kinda say what well, I'm really thinking right now. But because, say in a sweeter tone. But yeah, but with a more softer 
understanding tone. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And from there, you know, you get comfortable and you sit there for a while because now you feel like you're actually moving. You're understanding each other. So now you're building this tower a little faster than you probably expected it to. Okay. You know, and that's kind of how puppy love develops real quick. It's a spark because like puppies, puppies fight. (laughs) Oh, hell yeah. That first fight comes. And you you are no longer in puppy love. You are now in the full on relationship. Like <laughs> I that's how I view it. I don't really see a step between puppy love and the full on understanding of a relationship in a sense. Because once that first initial argument happens, that is the determining factor of the relationship. So I'm gonna I'm gonna ask something in there. Uh-huh. Okay. So for me, you, you yeah. have you had the Jenga pieces right and I and I I like that. So you had the, the cupcake phase, you had the puppy love. Uh-huh. Okay. Now, let's take another piece. Let's bring that piece up. Okay. You're in a dating phase. Oh, okay. You're in I, a I dating phase. I, I okay. guess I can say that all the way through. So. Dating phase. Because you're still at the point of the moment. Yeah, you may have an argument or so. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Because yeah. you guys are just steadily just getting to know each other. Still trying to see what she likes. You know, what what she knows that you like. Okay, okay. And all that extra stuff. All right. So, we're going to put dating phase after puppy Dating love. phase. Then it's the relationship. Okay, for sure, for sure, for sure. For sure. Then it's the relationship phase. Now, so <laughs> right. wait, 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 let's go back to dating. Let's go back to dating. Before you, go ahead, before go you ahead, run. Go ahead. Go so, ahead. So be puppy love. Take the right? floor, Dre. Take so, the floor. <laughs> so puppy love, you know. First little argument, little little nibbits here and there, you know, a couple little pieces, a little a little extra nibbed on, but you know, it's it's look like a little good little pieces on top of the tower. Alright, alright. Looking good. Okay. But now we dating. Right. All right. Okay. Okay. All right. So 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 now, instead of us cohesively just moving pieces together, I want to move a piece, but you want to move that piece. Which starts an argument. Now we got a little bit of indifference mm-hmm. because now I see if we move this piece, our, the future of our tower could be a little bit better. But if we move the piece you want, it may not fare out in the long run. Whereas you see it the whole different view, a whole opposite viewpoint. And that's right then and there. That's where it turns into the relationship Jenga. Yeah, okay. Okay. Because mm-hmm. now at a point where like yeah, said, you're, you're dating. Hold on, first hold, on, hold 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 on. Go that on. first argument, yeah, that first argument starts everything. Yeah, it's you feel foundation. me? But it's little bits and pieces of an argument, though. Yeah. See, now here's the relationship part. Okay. Okay. This is where you guys get into it, uh-huh. right? And you sitting there, y'all still arguing about that Jenga piece, and uh-huh. you be like, you making a dumbass move. Okay. Okay. She can even get offended, and she gonna say something back. Well, you're making a dumbass move too. Okay. Okay. And you gonna keep going back at it. Yeah. See, and neither one of y'all moved a piece yet. Exactly. <laughs> See now, what the perp, what a, what a relationship does, right? Uh-huh. A relationship makes you think. It makes you think. See, when you get into an argument with your significant other, okay. you have a choice. You can either go ahead and say, well, damn. <laughs> <laughs> damn. I'm going to just walk away from this. Man, or man. you can be like. Because it is the beginning of the relationship. You ain't really investing much time into this. You, 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 hold on now. Well, Hold on now. Because now, see, this is where. This is we're where talking things, about damn. That's what not, it looks like. We're talking about damn, yeah. <laughs> But you have put in this time in this. Yeah. Okay. You put in a lot of time in this. If you put in now, if you put in three months, you probably wasted three months of your time. Okay. Because some people move quicker than others. Man. You hit six months of your relationship. You still, you know, you didn't waste time, but you didn't. Okay. You Once you hit a year plus, you have not wasted your time. You have invested your time into this person. Man. Which means whatever arguments you have done, either y'all will sit there and make it work. Or y'all make y'all basically just wasted a year of nothing. Yeah. Well, we'll come back to what I think on that last part, but to the the whole that first argument setting the foundation of the relationship. Oh yeah, it, it sets it off. You know, it because, definitely sets it off because it. This is where I think people in relationships have to let go of societal norms and find out what works for them. Yeah, I heard that. <laughs> I think maybe we should have ate before we recorded. <laughs> <laughs> Look, go ahead. We gonna keep it real, one hundred. Your boys is hungry, but we gonna fix that after we record this because we want y'all to get this as soon as possible. All right, on all platforms, uh, Spotify, 
Apple, YouTube. YouTube. All right. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. We out here. So, like hey, was, back to what we were saying. You're getting off track. I was about to get to it. They, need, they need to know. All right. First argument. It's the first start oh, yeah. to a relationship. Yeah. And what I was saying was most people need to let go of societal norms of like, oh, the woman's always got to be right or the man's always got to be right. And, and let that go and understand what that what their relationship is supposed to determine that if you're like. wrong you're wrong exactly if you're right you're right but how do you get to the agreement on who is what Ooh. in what situation and that's what Ooh. i mean by societal norms see what most what, societal norms say that happy wife happy life well y'all not married yet so well, who cares <laughs> you know what i'm saying so let me i want to i'm gonna speak on that with uh-huh. the with the you're right you're right you're wrong you're wrong uh-huh. z in both sense in a relationship you guys are both wrong yeah okay you're wrong for this. You're wrong for that. Yep. But at the end of the day, you feel me? Sometimes as men in a relationship, we got to suck it up and admit that we're wrong. Oh, of course. Because nine times out of ten, there's certain women out here that's not going to admit that they're wrong. Mm-mm-mm. Am I wrong? No. Nah. You see what I'm saying? So it makes... It ma- even though she's still going to be upset, you feel me? It's kind of funny, too, because women have their ways of... Saying they're sorry, right? With the, <laughs> with the, can you you come into bed or you know can I see you? Can we cuddle? It's that little yeah. little cetera, cetera things. Those mean that sometimes it means that they're sorry. Yeah. Um, and you got that's what you gotta learn. You, as you grow in the relationship, you learn your partner and their tells are there. They may not verbally say they sorry. But they're going to do gestures to show that, hey, I apologize. And you got to accept that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just like I'm pretty sure most men don't just fly and say, I'm sorry. Yeah. They they give a whole little spiel and do a little something extra on the side. Now, if she, if she does apologize, don't overdo it. Don't sit there and, yeah, I told you this. And just take it as it like, is. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Just be like, you know, I, I accept your apology. You yep. know, I appreciate you. You know, let me know that you apologize and sit down and have a conversation. Yeah. Those are things that you should do. Don't sit there and make the situation worse. That's for, that's for both parties. Not yep. just for men, not just for men and women, both parties. Don't sit there and nag about it or, you know, yes, I was always right. You feel me? Because all have, that's going to do is drive a spike between you. Exactly. Two. Have a conversation. You feel me? And if she doesn't apologize, like, just pull it to the side and just have a conversation. Like, look. Here's why I think you're wrong. Here's why I think, you know, the situation is stupid, et cetera, et cetera. Because that's how you make your relationship last. Exactly. And to be honest with you, I, my parents do this. And, you know, I've tried in a couple of relationships and it kind of works. It, well, it's worked on, on getting a better understanding quickly. Never go to sleep on each other angry. <laughs> if y'all got to wait till one in the morning after y'all cool down from an argument just to talk real quick to at least get an understanding of, I'm not mad at you, but we will finish this conversation later. Go to bed and come back to it tomorrow. Cool. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But don't go to sleep on your significant other angry. Because tomorrow is never promised. Oh, facts. Facts. And if your significant other doesn't want to talk about it still, or doesn't want to express how she feels or he feels, then... then you got to wait that time out. Yeah, you're going to have to. It, it kind of sucks because, you know, when it when it comes to me... You know, I want to know how you feel right there and there. And even though I'm stubborn as hell, <laughs> you feel me? I never try to, you know, <laughs> try to explain how I feel. But when it comes to my significant other, I'm a, I'm a softy. I'm a big ass softy. Yeah, I can, I can definitely admit that. Uh-oh. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that's that's just me though. I don't know about everybody else. I don't know when it comes to you, Dre. <sighs> to me, but I'm a big ass softy. My experience, man. I just I don't think I met the one that's worth you know going the full extra mile yet. I've I've tried and then got blown off. So it's like, oh, okay. <laughs> so you want the asshole version of the tray? <laughs> that's what you' about to get. And that's a spiteful end of me. You know, well, what I'm saying? damn, yeah, <laughs> damn. I'm sorry. I, uh, I'm I'm pretty cutthroat, man. I guess that's the Gemini in me. <laughs> if you want to be nice, and we play nice, but if you want you want to see the bear, guess what? <laughs> well, have you ever dated somebody at your race? Yeah. Really? Yeah. 
I've dated two white girls, or sorry, Caucasian women, uh, <laughs> uh, and one Hispanic girl. See, I I think interracial relationships. Oh, he got it right. Interracial <laughs> relationships yeah. are really cool. Oh heck yeah. yeah! I what I what I hate is that you know when people say, oh well, you know the the black women are taking our white men or. The white men, yeah, vice versa, or you know, the Hispanic women are taking our black men and all this stuff, like, or whatever. Yeah, like, no. What I find so cool about it is that I feel as though that you can learn someone's culture in it. Not even just that. Nine times out of ten, I guarantee you, it's not that they're taking the man of said culture from another to another culture. Mm -hmm. Is said culture isn't accepting said man. (laughs) <laughs> oh yeah, I agree with that. You know what I'm saying? I agree with that. Y'all, a lot of, and unfortunately, my experience, the reason why I've only dated three black girls out of the six girls I've ever dated. <laughs> so legit, 50% of the girls I've ever dated has been black. <laughs> okay. And you know, it's because they wasn't fucking with your boy. Like, Yeah. yeah I just I- happened to catch those three off guard. Yeah. And they were like, you know what? I see what you about. <laughs> but you, you can't help who you like, though. No, exactly. You can't help who you like. You see what I'm saying? It's not about the skin color. And you know what? That's what trips me out. When you meet some people who say, I only date black people. I only date Mexican. I'm like, you have no idea what you are missing it's on n- an individual based off their skin. And that's why I'm about to get to that. It's, <laughs> it's, not, a, it's not about the skin color. No. It's about the personality and how the person is treating you. Exactly. You see what I'm saying? And on top of that, like I said, when you're in an interracial relationship, you can learn a lot from them. You uh-huh. see what I'm saying? You can you can learn someone's language. You can yep. learn what they cook. You know, how they party and all of that extra stuff. Yep. You see what I'm saying? You can also learn some other things as in, like, the world-wise. Say, for example, say if a, a Caucasian woman and a black man are together, right? Uh-huh. She's going to see how we get out. You know, the, the family reunions, how unified that she person is. She gets to see from the outside looking from in, from an outside, outside perspective. Exactly. On top of that, she's able to see how we are treated in the world. Yeah. But we can also see her, how she's treated in the world. We yep. can also see how the next person is treated exactly. in this world. You see what I'm saying? That's what makes interracial relationships worth it. Worth it. Well, yeah, because it gives, even if the relationship doesn't work, it gives the the people in the relationship a chance to empathize, not only with the other person, but a whole nother race. Mm-hmm. To understand their struggle, to understand the society, the views that society has on them, and mm-hmm. to understand where society either A, just gives them whatever the hell they want, mm-hmm. or B, society says, nah, we're going to make it a little more difficult. And, you know... Unfortunately, we're in a day and age where a lot of society sees a lot of melanated individuals unfairly. I definitely can agree to that. You know, um, it's, it, it's, I hate to put it this way, but more, we left the chains, but we never left the slavery <laughs> in a sense. Huh? I can agree to that. I can definitely agree to that. And like I said, it goes to say the world now, the the way how the world is now. Yeah. You see different people of race dating a different person of race. Yeah. And, uh, and we, I think that's legit. Yeah, and we as people are okay with that. I'm okay with it. Oh, for sure, for sure. I'm for sure okay with it. Man. You know, like I said, you you learn a lot. You learn what, what people can cook, You how, what different dishes... The different type of language you can learn. As a guy who likes to cook, I'm with it. You feel me? And if you have a if you have a child with this person, a beautiful, beautiful baby, beautiful baby, who learns not just one but two different languages, well, and yeah. have both lifestyles. Yeah, and gets to under, gets to now in a sense create their own culture, or find a group of people that fall into the same category as them. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And and develop a new view on life just off 
the their parents. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like, I have a friend who's black, whose dad's black, and their mom's Filipino. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I had some Filipino friends that say Filipinos are the black people of Asia. So, <laughs> so you know, similar styles of cooking, in a sense, different ingredients. Yeah. Which make the dishes different. However, they're interchangeable. And so it's like their food marries with each other very well. Their culture marries with each other very well. Hardworking mm-hmm. individuals who understand family values. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So this this individual is very family oriented and very uh shoot, they actually started cooking again, so had some bomb food the other day. But you know <laughs> Focus I'm hungry. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you know, interracial relationships can lead to a lot of wonderful things. Yeah, it opens up a life a door worth of amazing opportunities, amazing yeah. you know, ways to change yourself. In a way, you know, that could better yourself and better your relationship. Better your experience on this earth, really, because... Oh, hell yeah, facts. Facts. You never know. That interrelational relationship might take you across the world and experience other cultures. hmm You know what I'm saying? You may never have had that... Ex- you may potentially have not had that experience come to fruition had you not been in that relationship. I'm not saying that's guarantee, nor here nor there, but it's a possibility. Yep. And it might lead you to, you know, another different country. But, you know, since we're talking about, you know, where culture can lead us, uh-huh. at least a different job and all this extra stuff, it may lead us to a different country where you can work out of state. Long distance relationships. Whew. How long is long distance? <laughs> What's the furthest you want to count long distance? Another city? <laughs> we talking state to state. Ooh. State to country, city to city, whatever the case may be. Long distance relationships are one is one in my opinion one of the most challengeable man things. I would say long distance relationship is anything more than thirty minutes apart from each other. Oh. Here's why, because it's gonna take. Because reason why I say anything more than thirty minutes, because in Calif- Southern California, what it says is a thirty minute drive, in our traffic is an hour. Oh, facts. Okay, facts. And then you get to. Her, you up there, you driving around up there. So most of the time you driving around, you trying to spend time with her and, you know, whatever, whatever. And then you still got to do that hour drive back home. And you do that once a week, maybe twice a week if you got time like that. Mm -hmm. So that's what I'm saying. Sometimes depending on the situation where you live, 30 minutes is probably more. Anything over 30 minutes drive can be, I would consider, a long distance because... Let's you talk, can't always have that quick relationship. Let's talk state to state. For sure, for sure. Long distance relationships. All right, all right. I'm with that. That's easier. <laughs> I hate it here so much. <laughs> I hate it. Well, I mean, I'm being real. State to state relationships is one of the most difficult relationships. Heck yeah. Period. Yeah. You have a, it's a lot of consistency. It's a lot of time. It's it's so much you have to do to keep that relationship. It's easy to let them shuffle off and to let them get lost in the shuffle of life. But what if you caught feelings for them now? What if you what if you develop something with them? Then you know, do you wanna I mean I've never experienced that part, so I would assume if you caught feelings, you would communicate that with that person and mm-hmm. then find ways to either A, find you a job out where they at <laughs> and move out there and see where this leads. Mm-hmm. Take that leap of faith or vice versa. Because at the end, it, once you get to that point of catching feelings and you really want to see where it goes and that's where you you strongly feel... There's no taking no for an answer, pretty much. You know, it, uh, no means it's over. Yep. And nice. in, a, in, a, in a long distance relationship standpoint, from what I see, at that point, a no is it's over because now I know you don't care enough. Yep. 
You're, it, you're not equal. We're not equally involved right now. What makes a long distance shit long distance relationship <laughs> <laughs> difficult? Number one, let's start with the time zone. Okay. Okay. Oh yeah. Let's start with the time. Heck zone. yeah. Because that that right there, it's California. It is eight thirty five. Man, eight thirty five. All right. The whole resonation hates us. It's and this just, this is just an example. It is eight thirty five. All right. Uh huh. In another in another state, it's probably like what, eleven o'clock. No nine, nine eleven whatever, yeah, it, whatever whatever time it is over. There. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah eleven. In, in some right. states, it's like eleven o'clock. It's eleven. So 11, yeah. you have to you have to work with that time zone. <sighs> okay, you have to give that consistent time of having a conversation. Uh-huh. Um, you know, FaceTime if mainly required. Okay, because the world has catfishing nowadays. Uh-huh. So FaceTime required, um, and then just not being able to see them physically, yeah, is what does it for a lot of people. Exactly, because you can't see the person. You won't. You can't go out to eat. You know, you you gotta basically hang up the phone or be on the phone with them while they go get something, and you're on the phone with them um, while you're gonna go get something, and y'all come back and eat together. Which and, is difficult. Yeah, difficult as hell. You know, and then you start to lose interest in conversations of what you guys talk about. Yeah, because now you don't feel you don't feel the personal part of it. Mm-hmm. It feels like you have a long distance pen pal now. Yep, and the thing that makes and what makes that what makes a relationship period, you know, so close is seeing each other, interacting with one the another, physical connection. Yep. Going, go, going out to eat, going to the movies, all of that. Not just sitting at home, being on the phone 24-7 and people, trying to find something to do. People forget that physical connection, not talking about sex, just holding someone's hand, mm-hmm. brushing it up against them, hugging them, being able to smell what they smell like. Play fighting. Play fighting. Whatever, that, whatever a physical touch involves with that person. Those hormones that create, create long-lasting memories that then allow you to build on. You know what I'm saying? And then those, 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 those thoughts of like, oh, just, I want to feel that person. I want to hold their hand one more time. That longing to want to be with them even more builds more off into the relationship. When you don't have that and you're now stuck with just FaceTiming or texting or calling, there's nothing to build off. Because at the end of the day, I can't physically touch you. Mm-hmm. I can't hold your hand. I can't smell. You can tell me what it smelled like. I can find a similar <laughs> fragrance, and I can imagine this is what it is. But it's not you because it's not the the, the fragrance isn't mixed with your natural odors. Exactly. You know what yeah. I'm saying? You know, sometimes it is best to let a long distance relationship go. Now. Uh oh. Now. The way he said now. If you are, <laughs> hold up. If you are in a relationship where you can physically touch your significant other, okay, and you know she gets up or she gets an opportunity and she moves. Nine times out of ten, you feel me. Some some of us will move with our significant other. This is true. Yeah. Okay. Or some of us will be, you know, hey babe, follow your dreams. I'm gonna be right behind you with everything you do. There, there's a difference in that, you know, um, your relation with anything you want to say? I guess I was going to say, I guess it depends on the maturity of the relationship, like how long you guys have been together mm-hmm. and how far you guys have gone and what you guys been through, which would determine either a the move or you let them chase their dream. Right. And I'm just going to leave it there for now. So you can continue your thought. Well, OK. Repeat what you just said. So. The maturity of the relationship, like how long they've been together. Okay. Um, so maturity, trust. Yeah. And what had they been through? What trials, as you said last, the trials and tribulations. Trials and tribulations had they been through to allow them to understand that I trust that we will make this through for the long haul. And like you said, I'm gonna be right behind you. If I'm not going with you right now, I will be coming shortly. Mm-hmm. Let me get X, Y, and Z together, and we can continue on with 
our 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 path. Now, if you are currently in this situation, uh-huh. remain positive. Man. I think that's the main key to a long-distance relationship in general. If you want to make that long-distance relationship work, number one, you need to stay positive. Yep. Number two, you need to have trust in one another to know that he or she is not going to go do anything behind your back once you guys are not on the phone because you guys will not be able to see each other. Okay. Uh, Number one, maturity. Number two, trust. Number three, there has to be love for people who who are becoming a long-distance relationship, such as, you know, moving to another state and falling behind. That love has to be a, yeah. a strong... I'm sorry, you know, I'm going to take that back. Love, yes, but a bond. Strong bond. Yeah. A strong bond. Okay. Okay, because without that bond, that it's a love bond, yes. Uh-huh. But it has to be a very strong love bond to where nothing can break you guys apart. Okay. Unless okay. it's you two. Okay. I'm with it. <laughs> You're with it? Yeah, because, like, I have that bond before yet. I've had the love part, but never the actual bond part you, you speak of. So, you know, I'm looking for that. See, that, that bond part, and it's for, for any relationship. When it comes to that bond part, in order to get that bond part, you have to spend an equal amount of time with a significant other. Yeah. Okay? You know, you have to go through the trials and tribulations. You know, the arguing. You know, the doing things that you don't... The things that she want to do that she's like, damn, I don't want to do this, but I'm going to do it for her. <laughs> Hashtag chick flicks. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you got to go through those things in order to create that bond. Okay. And I'm going to say this. Uh-oh. A relationship is not based on sex. Woo! I'm going to say this right now. If you haven't... Sex is fun, yes. Man. But a relationship is not based off of sex. Preach. Okay? Learn from my mistakes. Wait, what? Baby incident. Crying. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. <laughs> a relationship is not based off of sex. A relationship is... Two people trying to get to know each other to see how far they can go. And the furthest they can go to is a relationship growing old with each other. Man. And if y'all can withstand as long as possible while bumping nasties, go for it. Learn each other for each other without making that bond. Because trust me, that bond makes trying to build any other bond Harder, and that's and that's why I love the fact is is that you can sit with your significant other, right, yep. and just have conversations, not sexual. Man. You guys to talk about you know what she loves, you know she loves books, you know you can go see a movie every week, you know, and be okay with that. While everybody's looking like, why you guys go? You guys get tired of going to the movies. You guys gonna get tired of going to movies? Hell no! This shit is this is fun. This is this is this, what is, we do. this is what we do. <laughs> you know, you can plan. You know, you guys can plan little things. Even though if you guys we're, we're not rich or poor, you see what I'm saying. But you can plan things for y'all future. You know, little fun stuff. Yeah. And then when y'all anniversaries come, gentlemen. Yeah, actually, hold up, hold up. gentlemen, listen to me. A woman will not tell you this, but when it comes to y'all relationship and y'all anniversary, that is the number one thing that they love. They can give a fuck less about Valentine's Day. Anniversary is a number one thing that they look forward to when it comes to a relationship. I can tell you this right now. Do not forget their... Don't forget your anniversary. Don't forget to tell a happy anniversary. And always make sure you have... Something planned. <laughs> I'm telling you this right now, because that once you miss that anniversary, that's it. It's downhill for you. You doghouse. Look, if you want to remember the anniversary, remember this: the day you said she is your girlfriend. That is the day. That you is the guys day that is your anniversary. Together. Not the first day you had after that. Not nah, not bro. the first day you hit. 
Nah, the second you said you are boyfriend girlfriend, that's your anniversary. Amen. Until y'all get married. Amen. Then it becomes that becomes a different story. Yep. But don't forget that either, because she you will die. You better not forget either one of them dates. I don't care. But again, sex is not a relationship. No, it is not. And I'm I'm gonna preach this again. Say it with me now, everybody. Oh Lord. Sex. Sex is not is a not relationship. A relationship. A bond. A bond. Maturity. Maturity. Trust. Trust. Love. Love. Support. Support. I'm forgetting another one. I feel like I'm forgetting another one because I just said it at the beginning of this episode. But d- don't worry about it. Just hashtag rewind. Rewind back. <laughs> rewind back and go listen. Okay. Yeah. Rewind back and go listen. You gonna you gonna argue with your significant other. You gonna cry. You feel me? Y'all gonna do so much things. But if y'all work through that in that end of the tunnel, y'all make it towards. What? The light, the light at the end of the tunnel. I'm oh. so sorry. The light <laughs> at the end of the tunnel. I'm trying to say it so fast because, like, I'm trying to get it out. I got you. I got you. Once you get to the the light at the end of the tunnel, you don't realize how fast you guys have been in a relationship. It feels like you guys have been in a relationship for for more than what you guys have been through. Yeah. You could take three years. Okay. And three years is gonna feel like it's been forever. Forever. Hey. If you ever get that, man, y'all better, y'all better try your damnedest to keep that. And also, too, because I ain't experienced that and, yet either. And also, too, please, for both parties, tell them that you appreciate them. Yeah, let them know it, because we we struggle, and our significant other is right there to help us go through with whatever we go through. Uh-huh. And if you have in a relationship down the line, we always, we make it a month, we make it a year and some change yeah. and we go through insecurities. Yeah. I can tell you this right now, firsthand, I am a person who has, when it comes to relationship, has insecurities because we get, we be the person who we are and we have that one person who breaks down our wall. Oh, I'm no. an asshole. I'm a full-fledged asshole. <laughs> okay? And one person, that one person can knock all of that down. I become one big ass softy. <laughs> Real shit. Real deal shit. Yeah. Okay? We go through insecurities. You know, we think like, okay, we've been together this far. Am I good for this person? Am I still good for this person? You know, is is he or she boring, you know, bored of me? You know, what can I do to, to keep the relationship going? What can I do to do this? You know, and it causes a little a little situation and a rift, you know, where it kind of divides you a little bit from your relationship. Uh-huh. Y'all kind of get into it because you don't want to express how you feel to your significant other because you don't know what your significant other is going to say. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it just communication is key. You know, sometimes it is hard to express how we feel when it comes to uh, insecurities in our relationship. I think for me, one security that always seems to develop is after I express how I feel with uh, that individual. Because when you, I'm very open. I kind of don't hold back much (laughs) when it comes to just in general. Mm -hmm. Whether it be with friends or family members, I kind of just speak what's on my mind because at the end of the day, I've learned there's no point of always. Uh, there, I mean, yeah, there's going to be months where you have to hold back because you don't want to just full out bury your your full inhibitions and your thoughts or your emotions to somebody because not everybody's ready for that. Yep. But to sit there and, you know, beat around the bush and not and not not get to the point. It's dangerous. So I've always felt, you know, at least get direct or very close to it. Like, like this is what I'm feeling. I can't, I can't really verbalize fully how that feels or what that looks like. You know, that's where we're at right now. And if you can't accept that and understand that and then reciprocate it and give me what you're feeling, 
mm-hmm. that now I feel insecure. Like I can't share stuff with you because you're not you're not gonna give me what I'm giving you. I'm now give you one hundred percent. And you don't want to give me 100% back. I agree. And that's an issue for me. It's like, I don't date just to date. I'm dating because I want to I want to live forever with somebody. Mm-hmm. I, I want to build a family. I want to build a legacy that stands. And I want that person to hopefully be the person that's always there, that, that's name and, and image is tied with it, you know? Yeah. And you can't do that if y'all can't. Bear the whole truth. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Agree. Agree. I can definitely agree to that. See, now what you can do is if you have insecurities, yeah. step number uno, you have to accept them. Yep. Okay. Um, We sit to ourselves and we, we overthink a lot of things. I'm pretty sure people can agree. We overthink a lot of things um, and it leads to more insecurities. It leads to more issues. So, number one, you have to accept those. Mm-hmm. Number two, discuss them with your significant other. Or, how you know, or you can take that significant other thing and make it number three. Number two, you can write them down, uh-huh. right? And then number three, have a conversation with them. Again, another advice. Do not text your significant other about anything like this. Oh, never. I don't give a goddamn. I don't, never damn, I don't give a damn if it's arguing. I don't give a damn if it's about your insecurities or you need to talk or you need to break up. Have the conversation with them in person. Oh, whew, thank you. I was about to say, if you say had that over the phone, I was going to punch you. And no, hell no. <laughs> in person. Shoot. Overcome yeah. these things and discuss it with them in person. That way, you your significant see. other can see your expressions, yep. see exactly how you feel, and understand that it's from the heart. And hear your emotions. Exactly. Inflection. Because text doesn't do any of that. And talking on the phone, you can't. You can hear it, but you can't truly see if the person's sincere. The bo- communication is 90% body language. <sighs> it ain't all about what you can, say. Can, it's can how you say, you say that say again it. for the people in the back? Communication is 90% body language. Agreed. It's about how you say it and not what you say. Man. Man. And, you know, I've had my insecurities before, like, way back. Um, and Man. This, and this one kind of, like, leads me for now. You know, way back I was, you know, with this this girl. Uh-huh. And, um, you know, she would, like, do little, like, I would pick her up. She had a daughter and all. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, we'd spend time together, hang out, and all that stuff. And then when it was something I didn't want to do, like, I wanted to go hang out with my, my boys or anything. You know, she would hit me with the, oh, well, you don't want to spend time with this, this, and this. You know, making me feel bad. Making me feel like shit. So, you uh, know. I think I'm just an asshole, dude. Well, okay. <laughs> I got you. No, I'm an I, I see the I'm point. A, I'm, I see an asshole, I'm an asshole, too. But, you know, when you try to make something work with somebody, you kind of look think a little differently. Yeah. So, you know, I was trying to make it work with her. And, you know, I always end up feeling like shit in the end. And I will always cancel my boys and go spend, you know, time with with this one girl. And yeah. for anybody that's listened to a friend in Pod Vibes, Ooh-wee. you would understand that this girl here is the reason why me and my other homeboy are not cool like that cool. no more. So definitely go listen to that. So Jeez. that that's one of my main insecurities, you know, and always thinking like, am I good enough? You know, am I doing the necessary steps to to keep this relationship, Mm. you know, and just overall, am I right for this person? I think that's an insecurity I I can attach to, you know, not so much am I right for this person, but do I feel like this person is right for me? That too. Because that makes me feel insecure on my decision making on how I choose to proceed in the relationship. That too. Because if I, if I start feeling that insecure about, are you right for me, you know, then that, that leads to a whole another buttload of things. And, you know, it's crazy. I was talking to talking to my bro earlier today. Uh-huh. I mean, he was talking about his his situation. And I told him, I was like, you know, we, we get signs when a person's not right for you. Yeah. We get those. 
And when we ignore those signs, uh, it's it's a, a bigger sign than what it is. From, from the Lord, from the Lord, of course. And he takes that person away and it hits us harder than what it than what we was initially going through. Yeah. And I believe that. For sure, for sure. I believe that. So now Uh-oh. for people who are in toxic relationships. We didn't forget about y'all. Oh my. We did not forget about y'all. Boy, yeah. have I been in those before. Man, bro, you're not the only one. <laughs> You're not the only one. All three major relationships. <laughs> Toxic relationships are things you should not have to go through. Uh, I mean, everybody kind of goes through once, at least. I understand that. Yeah. But it's something we shouldn't have to go through. Oh, yeah. No, most deaf. Okay. That's that's where the insecurities come in and the insecurities lead to toxic relationships. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Got it? I feel you. Good. Got it. Great. Amazing. Oh, my Atlanta. Boy. <laughs> All right, good. Now, <laughs> toxic relationships. Whew, boy, could mess you up mentally, physically, emotionally, sexually. You had to add that last one, huh? I'm, bro, I'm, <laughs> I'm not lying whatsoever. I know. Oh, trust. I know. <laughs> Four categories. Am I forgetting anything else? Uh, nah, nah, I'm stuck on the last one, so you tell me. I hate you. Hey, it's my experience. So if you haven't heard his experience, go listen to Love and Air. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Love and Air. That was just the Valentine's episode we just recorded last week. Yep. Go listen to that. So a toxic relationship is something we we shouldn't have to go through, but we do. We yeah. we either go through one. Or we go through two. Or my case, three. Or in Dre's case, four. <laughs> Wait, three. Sorry. Sorry. Three. Whoa, whoa. I don't know why. <laughs> my next one about to be wild, too. Yo, I rebuke that. <laughs> Lord, bind that up and send it away. <laughs> I'm good, bro. I'll stay single for a while if I have to. My man, Dre, I'm going to let you have the floor when it comes to toxic relationships. Oh, man. They suck. <laughs> nah, but toxic relationships, you know, signs of them can be anything from your communication. Mm-hmm. Something so simple. Like, if you go from communicating clearly to instantly out of no blue where there's little to no communication to where it's confusing or nothing's making sense, mm-hmm. you know... That's those are little signs that you know you're kind of leading down a path of uncertainty, which then can develop into a toxic relationship. Mm-hmm. Because now you're gonna, if you're that type of person that's very jealous or insecure in a sense that makes you feel some type of way, insecurities make you do dumb shit. <laughs> I can agree to that. And we all heard. I mean, what was it? Uh, Friday after next. Baby D and uh, that was next Friday. Next, well, how do you not know your Friday? Look, so? bro, I'm t- look. I it is what it is. I said I, it. Obviously, we need to go watch Friday again. I probably do. Okay, it's been a while. It's been a long time. <laughs> Continue. Can't take me nowhere. Huh? All right, but no. Anyway, one of the Friday movies. Damn it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Piss me off. <laughs> Oh, where he was in a he was in a clearly in a toxic relationship with this crazy girl and you know she just tore his car Most up windows out his car man man sent his her chunky little sister after him to whoop his tail you know it's just those kind of things i guarantee had little flags or little little moments that could he could have realized the potentiality of where this was going to lead to, mm-hmm. you know, um, now ways to get out of that situation. Ooh, it ain't easy, bro. It ain't easy. It like, ain't easy. And the question is, are you ready? Yeah. Are you ready? You know, we, what, what kind of sex and toxic relationships is, you know, we find ways to leave them, you know, by simply just some people are just easy to get up and just walk out of them. But because Man. we 
we end up loving the person so much. It's like, uh, you know, I can deal with it just a little bit more, you know, or when we or when some people leave, they come back. Well, I mean, so for toxic relationship, it depends on the type of toxicity. And I say toxicity, meaning was it abusive? Was there uh, manipulation? Was there verbal abuse? Was there sexual abuse? What that all plays a factor into in understanding where someone may fall and and decide whether if they're ready to leave or not. Mm-hmm. You know, all forms of those abuse breaks down someone mentally and puts them in a low of, okay, well, I can't clearly break free of this person. Right. So I'm better off clearly just staying with them and accepting this is my life now, which then changes their mindset and then now they become submissive. So now they, even though they know deep down they're ready to leave, they just mentally can't do it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Until something in them breaks and they're like, okay, screw this. You know what I'm saying? They had their J-Lo moment and they go get out. <laughs> you got to watch the movie. It's not get out. It's a, it's a, it's called enough. Huh? Yeah, there you it's go. There you go. I got the reference. Okay, cool. Just check it. I don't know it. where the fuck you got got out from. Get no. out. That was a whole different movie. I wasn't referencing get out. That's why I, I, I was saying I she left. I hope not because you called it get out. She had enough. No, I wasn't referencing the movie get out. Anyway, bruh, look. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Toxic relationships. I'm just playing. <laughs> I'm just saying, dude. That's what I'm saying. Dude. No, so, you know, and you don't want to get to that, but, you know, mm-hmm. it, it it has happened. My experience, that's not been the situation. It's just been where you get lulled. I get lulled into a, a, a false hope of things changing, and things do change for a moment. And then when things get comfortable again... Go right back to the same shit. Right back to the same bullshit. It's like, yo, what the fuck? <laughs> you wanted me to change, but you ain't changed not a damn thing. Yeah. Yeah, no, nah, we ain't fucking with this. Yeah, nah. And then you go back to the same bullshit-ass arguments. Mm-hmm. And then the same bullshit-ass crocodile tears come out. And being the fucking softy... Okay. Justin Timberlake made Cry Me a Reaper for reasons. Man, right. I'm about to start playing that to all these little See, cry babies. Toxic, <laughs> toxic relationships. Wow. <laughs> toxic relationships, again, are something we shouldn't have to go through, but unfortunately speaking, we do. Yeah. Okay. Now, if you have a friend. That's in a toxic relationship. The the most you could possibly do is just talk to him and be there. That that's all you that's all you could possibly do. Well, and and hold on and remember, there's more. Yes, but wait, there's more. Oh my gosh! Remember, do not be the friend that's constantly in their face. Well, I told you that girl was crazy. Oh yeah, oh, I told you this was gonna happen. Yep. No, nah, your job you in this did. moment is to be there and support. And when they want to ask you for help, give them help, but do not be a jackass. Be the friend to be honest and tell them what they need to do. Yeah. That's it. No more, no less. Now, the signs of cheating. Ooh, ooh. I've never been cheated on, so. No? No. No. Huh. So. Ain't that crazy? Translation. Never been cheated on. Here's a sign. Hold on. Here's a sign of cheating. One big one. Uh-huh. If you get into an argument with your significant other for no fucking reason. Well, maybe I have them. Just to get off and storm off. <laughs> That's number one. Okay. For okay. no reason, because the person just want to get up and just go. Yeah. That that might be in a sense. It could be one. Okay. Uh, if your significant other is always on the phone while you guys are around, um, for Each me, other, yeah. for me, in a sense, like I think it was like you know, well, what are you doing? Um, if they look good for unknown reasons, um, you know, if like for example, women are very are very hard to under to understand. They get their hair done just to get their hair done, man. Yeah, um, Sometimes it look good just to be around the house. Yeah. I'm like, what? Who does this? All right. Uh, man, bro. It makes them feel good. So, yeah, it, I ain't, I ain't it's, knocking it's so, it. It's so many different ways, man. It's just hard to pinpoint. 
you know, just pay attention to the signs. Yeah. And again, if you get into an argument, do not call your significant other out their name. Out their name. Because you're just putting yourself in a dead digger. Bigger, <laughs> bigger ditch digger, than digger, what digger. you already in. And boy, it does not get any better than what it is now. Because you will get blocked. Bad him call? Psych? Not today, Tyrone. I'm just playing. Screaming. Hollering. Oh, deceased. Now, if you get into a toxic relationship or any other relationships and they all don't work out. It probably just wasn't for you, man. It wasn't for you. True. But, those, you know, that's just the that's just the breakups. And if you, and you know, yeah, man, if you get in a breakup and you came out, uns- like, sever- severely unscathed. Take time to yourself. Man. Reflect on your relationship. Reflect on your, on you. Yeah. You know, and it sucks, too, because it leads to another insecurity. You know, we sit there after we end up, we're in a breakup. In a breakup, sorry. And we question ourselves, like, well, was it me? What did I do wrong? No, I've been there before. Oh, yeah, of course. Plenty of times. And, like, and then what, you get angry. Oh, angry yeah. Shit. Mm-hmm. I did what you wanted. Yep. And it still wasn't enough. Yep. Did you do what I wanted? No. Mm-hmm. Fuck then, off. Then, you know? <laughs> then the next step after that is you cry every once in a while. Man. You know, you don't want to you don't want to do nothing. Yep. You don't want to go out. You don't want to, to hang out with your friends because it puts you in, in a depressive depression mode. You know. And those are times where you really gotta get that get the heck out. Yeah. The best way to get out of a breakup, you know, spend time with your friends, spend time with your family. Go out. Be with people. Do not be by yourself. Definitely be with people. You know, and if you have a hard time, you know, if you go home and you by yourself, talk to a friend. Get you a puppy. What? Get the puppy. Those help? Animals, yeah. Do they really? Yeah, because they sense when you're sad. And so they want to, they, them, they're, they're going to want to make you happy. Oh, that's so adorable. Yeah. Uh-huh. So you want a full-on animal, not a not a kitten or a, pet, or a puppy. My bad. Get don't, a dog. Don't, don't name any type of pet after your ex. Don't do that. Nope. Don't do that. It makes you uh, in a worse situation. I hate it. You know. <laughs> um, it it kind of sucks, too, because in breakups, some people can move on quicker than others. Yeah. And, you and know. that's okay. Yeah, it's okay. Because at the end of the day, it's not about them. It's about getting yourself back to know the way you. you was. Know the new you, because at the end of the day, you've changed. Oh, yeah. You yeah. know what I'm saying? You've grown and you've experienced things that have shown you different viewpoints on life, which then have hopefully changed your views on life and made them a little better, more defined, mm-hmm. you know, and get to accept your new view on life. Yep. Yeah, definitely agree. Now, here's one thing that I can possibly say. If you are ready to get back on that horse, you know, of being in a relationship or dating, where the case may be. Know what you're interested in. I, we, we said it again at the beginning, and I'm going to bring it up again. Here's the reason why. Okay. We have a tendency of liking who we like. I'm talking about the types. Yeah. You know, and... A look. Yeah, type of look, a specific specific person, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Um, and we tend to follow those patterns. If uh-huh. you catch yourself following... If you catch yourself in those type of patterns... Find a way to break the pattern because it all it's going to do is keep leading you into situations, toxic relationships, yeah. uh, breakups, bad breakups. Not mutual breakups, bad breakups because the bad breakups are the worst. Mutual breakups is like, nah, all right, whatever. It's going to lead toxic relationships, break, bad breakups. Yeah. Find a way to break out that pattern. If you don't know how to, it's... It's actually easy. It is? Yeah. How so? Date someone you wouldn't normally think you would ever date. Give them a shot. If someone that doesn't fit your look, that the look that you so-called want, or a personality traits that don't kind of necessarily you think will work with you, mm-hmm. just start talking to them. Okay. All right. that, that's, that's pretty Because easy. you never know. The most beautiful flowers grow, start growing underneath some crazy-ass places. That is true. I could definitely agree with that. Just make sure, just keep that in mind, man, because, boy, 
And if you single, and if you tend to remain single, it's okay. Too. It is okay. It's okay. You'll we be back on the horse soon. But don't be one of those people who talk to somebody, shit happens, and then you just end up just saying, oh, I'm going to be single forever. Oh hell! You're no. not you're not gonna be single forever. I mean, you could if you keep. You can. That. You could be a cat lady. I mean, Whoa. you know, wowzers. No, no cat lady. Not for me. Oh, okay. All right. So, um, you can... <laughs> <laughs> cat lady or cat man? Don't say that all. you're gonna be single forever if you haven't sat there and give the person a chance. Yeah. Okay. If you're single and you're trying to get back on a horse, catch the person's. Vibe. Oh yeah. Okay. Yes, we have our types, and sometimes we make we want to turn the person into what we want them to be. And that ain't what they're supposed and to be that's for you. Exactly. The the goal is for him to understand you, for you to understand him, for you both to ride each other's waves. Yeah. And see where it goes from there. And just just coast. Man. Follow the steps. No? Yeah. Follow the steps. And, you know, if those steps don't work out, then... Make your own. Shit. How does that even work out? It's your relationship. Whew. Boy. Yeah, make your own steps and, you know, let us know how it works. That's why you communicate. (laughs) This is true. You know what I'm saying? This is definitely true. I definitely agree that if you guys have any stories or any type of stages or rules in your relationship, you're willing to share. Willing to share. Comment below. And if you're on any other platform, hit us up in the inbox. Subscribe. Like. Share. Please. Instagram. Facebook. Pod underscore vibes. Twitter. Pod vibes. Ooh. Facebook. Pod, pod vibes. vibes. Apple and Spotify. Pod vibes. vibes. YouTube. Pod, Pod vibes. vibes. Uh, Just what? The other one, the Beam. Pod Beam, Anchor FM. Pod, Pod vibes. vibes. Oh, yeah, we out here. <laughs> this is stupid. Catch us where you catch us. Before we get ready <laughs> to close this out, yeah. we had a unique art cover for Pod Vibes that we have been getting people that's been telling us that our art has just been that is dope yeah so before we close it out we just want to give a big shout out to unique touch yeah boy yeah we got you finally <laughs> Yo. took us forever um but we got you we just want to give a quick shout out to unique touch for the artwork man and there's more to come yeah from them so make sure you guys Go like follow them. them. Uh, you need touch one word. Literally. Instagram, right? Instagram. Yep. So He doing big things over there. And like I said, relationships, follow the signs, catch the person vibe, the do's and don'ts, find yep. out what they like, find out what they don't like. And at the end of the day, just communicate. Communication is always key. You know. Can't catch the vibe if you can't talk about the vibe. Whew, boy. Maturity, love, trust, support, discipline, discipline. What was it? Recognition. Ooh. All right. Okay. <laughs> Why you shaking your head like that? You caught me off guard. Did I? Yeah. Recognition came out the left ear. It is your boy Vibes and your boy Dre. Pod Vibes.